0: Hi, I'm Priyanka Wally. I'm a board-certified doctor.
1: Hi, I'm Samuel Obeyed, and I distrust doctors. I'm also a big fan of alternative medicine.
0: Everybody has a medical condition. Maybe it's something you're born with or developed as an adult, or maybe just something that stopped by to hang out
1: for the last few months. And sadly, most of us don't know how to treat it quickly or effectively, possibly because there's too much health information out there.
0: Do you see a Western doctor from an established institution?
1: Or do you go to an alternative practitioner and spend thousands on healing crystals from a guy named Harmony?
0: If you've ever wondered what are some of the traditional and not-so-traditional ways to treat a medical condition, and you
1: want to hear the story of an entertainment personality who shares your ailment, then this is the podcast for you. This This is is Pre-Existing Condition. So... So, so Sammy, you like
0: change your diet depending on what time of the lunar cycle it is, right? Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, that,
1: that time of the month. It's that time of the month.
0: You have it's, your own, okay, so you have your own cycle. So what is this? I, I
1: eat like some menstruate with the moon.
0: Right. <laughs> um, so what? what like, is this a special kind of diet or is this your
1: own concoction? Well, it's a little bit of my own, like I, the thing is, I was like kind of discovering it on my own. I realized some time ago that my appetite is a little bit different at the full and new moon. I realized that, yeah, like the full moon, very like a lot of cravings, but like I feel better when I eat light. If I eat like processed foods or a lot of meat and stuff, animal stuff at the full moon, I just feel gross. It's like too heavy. The, you, the, full, uh, the full moon, I mean, science will show that the full moon leads one to retain water. So the more you're eating, the more you're accumulating with that water, right? So you're kind of holding on to what you eat more at the full moon. Your body's more full. Your body is more um, definitive and f- it takes on form and accumulates. Whereas the new moon, you're kind of, you've released and you're kind of more malleable in terms of your tissues.
0: So then based off of that, so are you seeing you eat like less salty things during the full moon because salt causes you to retain water or?
1: Well, not not even just salt. You know, uh, salt is not something I I think about a lot though. Yes, I would argue that yes. Like I would argue that at a full moon, reduce your salt, reduce your grains because grains also cause you to retain water. Um, Grains and pulses too, so that includes beans. Animal foods, which just come with all sorts of other contaminants and energy that um, you don't want to hold on to as much at the full moon, and uh, what else? Um, just like just processed foods, things that have additives in them that your body might be more sensitive to. Um, this is all. This is all something that I felt. Okay, and then I started doing more research, and and then I be, and then I. Um, discovered i didn't discover but i will i became familiar with this uh holiday that I, I believe a lot of hindu people sell honor uh throughout the the lunar cycle it's called ekadashi have you ever heard of it
0: i don't know what this is at all yeah okay, so ekadashi like
1: yeah well so, ekadashi, so then i discovered ekadashi i heard about ekadashi through my mom who is like following this guy named Sat guru and he talks a lot about ekadashi so ekadashi is it occurs twice a month. It is essentially during this inflection point in the lunar cycle between the quarter and the full moon and, again, between the last quarter and the new moon. So it happens when the when the moon is about uh, 75% full and 25% full, respectively, um, and... On Ekadashi, they suggest you do not eat grains or beans, no pulses, because like I just said, they cause you to retain water. And uh, during the full moon, and I guess also during the new moon, you you maybe retain water as well. I'd have to look up exactly what it is. They're slightly different, but like, basically, when you uh abstain from eating those things on those points your body and mind will not accumulate as much water which will lead to clearer sharper thinking
0: interesting yeah that is a uh, well Uh, Just from a medical perspective, like you wonder about the idea of like cutting out grains and lentils and carbs and like basically going into ketosis, does that like change the way you sort of perceive your environment? Many people when they are in ketosis say that they feel like they are thinking is a little bit clearer. So I wonder if there's some kind of overlap with that. But well, I've and, never heard of this holiday or this diet.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, as a keto fanatic, you certainly must vouch for it. But <laughs> but, but, so, so Ekadashi, the diet for Ekadashi is basically, you can have nuts, you can have fruits. So it's not keto, technically. You can have nuts, you can have fruits, you can have roots. Um, but it's kind of weird because, like, certain roots they don't suggest. Like, some schools of thought will say no carrots, no beets, but potatoes, uh, ginger, turmeric are allowed, and squashes for some reason. So, like, z- zucchini squash, winter squash is allowed, but no other vegetables. Like, other vegetables are too fibrous and too uh, rough on the digestive system. So, Ekadashi, you're essentially kind of giving your digestive system a break as well. Um, mm but dairy is also allowed on Ekadashi. Of course, not, you know, dairy is not for everybody, but for some people, um, it digests fine. So it is, the thing is, is whatever, whether it's placebo or whatever, it is a form of restricted diet. And whenever you do a form of restricted diet, it's, you know, a variation of a fast, you're going to have some form of clearer thinking, you know, you're going to displace yourself into a new mindset. You're going to feel differently. So, you know, whatever it takes you to get there, um, mm-hmm. But I I think on a scientific level, it does make sense because when I do not eat those foods at those points, I do have clearer, uh, more focused energy and mental faculties at the full and new moon, respectively.
0: So how did you learn about this diet?
1: So, so, okay. So, yeah. So, you know, over the years, I felt a certain way and I realized, so my first observation was, okay, at at the full moon and new moon, I tend to get nauseous when I eat heavy, you know, like artificial or animal-y foods and i realized that at the quarters the first and last quarter my appetite is high and i want to eat everything uh and i i I was always like is there a correlation or am i just making this shit up um Mm -hmm. then i discovered ekadashi via my mom and i looked up and ekadashi is like this big thing uh happens three days before the full moon three days before the new moon it's like it's interesting so ekadashi is like a real thing and my belief is that full, full new moon, you should kind of fast eat light and then the quarters you eat a lot. Then I kind of started to make this own lunar calendar of a diet myself. And then I started Googling it and then I found an actual lunar diet calendar. Um, and I'll just, you know, for the listeners, I'll tell you what it is because I literally live by this religiously and I recently got my sister on it. So now she's a lunatic like me. Um, so what's your source for this when you're referencing so it's called Ohm Journal. Reputable source.
0: source.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Om Journal, but 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 listen, all Om. Yeah,
0: like there's Gamma, there's the Lancet, there's Ohm Journal. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. Yeah. No, but I mean, Ohm, You know, as uh, as as much as it's like become like the neck tattoo for Karens. You know. <laughs> It's also a very sacred word in Sanskrit that basically is like, it's the sound that links the universe, right? And it's the sound that balances the crown chakra, which is the highest chakra, right? You, When you say OM, you you should feel some sense of peace, otherwise your body's not vibrating correctly. So, um, this place is called om OM-Journal.com slash nutrition. OK, because they have a bunch of other things on this calendar, like when you should cut your hair, when you should do business. I don't pay attention to that shit. That shit's fucking crazy. Oh, just okay. with, just that's crazy. But this that's where, is, yeah, is. that's not I'm not going to change who I do business with based on the moon. OK, <laughs> I'm 24 seven. OK, so OM-journal.com ohm-journal, uh, slash nutrition. OK, so here's the thing about this, this lunar calendar it basically day by day of the lunar calendar, which is 29 days, right? So it repeats, essentially repeats every 29 days. Mm-hmm. It kind of tells you what you should and shouldn't eat on those days. And as soon as I discovered, I was I was like in shock because in a sense, a lot of these things lined up with Ew. what I was kind of starting to gather and figure out on my own, which,
0: really? is, wow. yeah,
1: which is at the quarters. One is in this, under this regiment is allowed to eat nearly anything they want. And at the full moon and new moon fasting is highly recommended. And um, of course, they do honor the Um uh, So that was the other thing that I that I realized. So before before I discovered this thing, and this is just kind of like if anybody is in fact nerding out extremely but this was very interesting to me because ekadashi is three days before the full moon three days before the new moon right i was like why are those why those two inflection points there's two other inflection points there's uh three days after the new moon and there's also three days after the full moon which i also noticed were like kind of sluggish digestion days for me as well kind of this weird inflection point. So the lunar calendar, this lunar calendar does explain those days too. You're supposed to kind of eat lighter those days. So basically, it's a, it's a series of alternating kind of eat light and then have whatever you want days. And of course, if you do that under any regimen, you're going to be more balanced. Take some fast days. Take some days where you eat a little bit more. Um, it's 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 in a sense kind of a you know there's many intermittent fasting diets that kind of recommend this kind of eating. Um, but it's very specific. It's like specific down to like the kinds of vegetables and fruits you should eat. And, um, and you follow this to the T I follow it to the T because ever since i started following it, uh, I've just like, just felt, I don't have indigestion anymore. Like everybody has, everybody has some kind of indigestion. People go, you know, people get reflux, or people just feel lethargic based off of what they eat, or they're not nourished enough. They just feel hungry. Ever since I started adhering to this diet, I feel like in sync with the universe.
0: Are there any people that shouldn't be on the lunar diet? Like, are there uh, any contraindications? Haters. Haters. Uh, the haters okay. should
1: not be on it. <laughs> oh,
0: like right wing.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't, I don't think that I don't think there, there's anybody who shouldn't follow this diet because because you you, you know if you're okay m- maybe like if you're if you say if you say children should be able to like eat whatever they want like my niece for instance she's she's carnivorous like oh interesting. Um, there's a day, you know, there's so many days on here where it's like, don't eat meat. And my niece is over there eating like turkey sandwiches with bacon. And, Uh you know, if if we were to tell her not to eat meat, she would flip out. But then again, so would most Americans. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I don't know, I you know, it's is it is are you addicted to your cravings? And that makes you resistant to be on a diet like this? Or do you actually does anybody have a legit medical reason why they should not be on this diet? I would argue that there's no such person
0: okay got it doctor obeyed everyone Uh,
1: long line of obeyed doctors
0: (laughs) right right so i guess the question is uh when you start the lunar diet um is there any geographical location like obviously if you're living in a more temperate place versus a colder place And how does this change with the seasons?
1: Yes, absolutely. And that's a that's a fantastic question. You're on your way to being an alternative practitioner. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, So that's great. You know, I think you, you, you adjust your choices based on the time of year. So for instance, I don't eat a lot of meat in the summer, like I'll eat meat three times during the summer at most. So days where it says you can eat meat or you have whatever you want. I won't necessarily have meat uh, if it's summertime, you know, um, and during the winter, I just eat a little more substantially, have more warming foods um, and mm-hmm. th- there's ways to still fall within the guidelines of these days, whether you're not, whether or not you're adhering to like the diet of a, of a certain season. Um, but yes, of course, if you're in a colder climate, like when, I, when I'm in colder places, my appetite's way higher when i'm mm. in warmer places I, I generally prone towards fasting
0: mm. mhm yeah right
1: um, yeah. but then and
0: but then is that like depending on what you're eating you know so for example tropical fruits in the name, tropical fruits, they only grow in tropical regions. And when you're in those hotter regions, your metabolic rate is also changing depending on what part of the world you're in versus, you know, they don't grow bananas in San Francisco where it's very Northern and colder. Um, and so, you know, adjusting to that and eating locally, also probably plays a big role in terms of your body's metabolism as well.
1: For sure. I think the best diet is some very, very nicely rounded calculation of the lunar diet with your blood type diet, with the w- with what's available locally, with, you know, what's good for your specific body constitution from an Ayurvedic perspective, for what, uh, you know, organs you're trying to like, you know, like you're on the liver diet, for instance, you know, like, there's all, but it, there's so much food in the world that like we try to sometimes act like it's so complicated when you add these constraints, but there's so much food in the world that you can make things work with 20 constraints. You really can. You it sounds
0: like parts. It sounds like you need to write your own The Sammy Obey Diet book. I'm
1: going to one day, it's just gonna be water.
0: Is that before or after you run for president?
1: <laughs> it's gonna be after, because if I do it before, my campaign's gonna fail. Got it. Okay. People do not like to be told what to eat. That's like the most resistant thing people are towards. That's true. Like, have you ever, I mean, why, I don't know. I mean, I know you recommend keto to a lot of your patients, but like, have you ever tried recommending fasting to somebody who doesn't want to fast?
0: Who does not want to fast?
1: Yeah. I mean, which is most.
0: Um, I typically wouldn't unless there was, there's only a handful of cases where, they've already like, they're they're eating the right diet, but like it would be one more thing. And there's, right. I would only do it if they were like super motivated, but not if they didn't want to do it, I wouldn't force it on them. I think that, yeah. I think you can't like, that does, that's not how the way like change works, you
1: know? No, of course, you but most people, people you change, you say, hey, you like, you should try fasting, it will revolution. no, 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 no. I'm a person who has to eat. Right. And you're like, well, didn't you, aren't you like complaining to me about how your liver's feeling? Yeah, but I'm like a person who has to eat. (laughs) you know, like Uh, broke, don't fix it, but it's broke.
0: (laughs) Well, we're all broke in some ways, right? Like we all have
1: stuff to work on. Not me, everything's perfect in my life.
0: Oh, you're perfect. Okay, got it, right, except for
1: you. (laughs) Because of the lunar diet. If I wasn't on the lunar diet, I would be in complete shambles right now.
0: I gotcha, okay. Is there a solar diet? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well the solar diet is the seasonal diet right okay okay my my in my understanding is and this is like this is, they don't even say this in the lunar diet my understanding is that cycles are very similar like when when we just look at the way seasons work from a lunar perspective as well i feel like the full moon is like the summertime of the lunar cycle mm-hmm. it's you, you know the moon is up we're, we tend to be up a little bit more at night just like we are in the summer There's more heat, there's more light coming from the moon. There's a lot of summer qualities to a full moon and a lot of winter qualities to a new moon. So, in my opinion, right now, so right now we're in August, we're in mid August. So, if you were to analogously put a lunar cycle to the solar cycle, right now we're somewhere between a full moon and a last quarter. And I would argue that. That lunar diet, that what the lunar diet prescribes for that time is like more or less what you should be eating during this time of the year.
0: Mm, okay. Interesting. So, yeah. it, what, do things change during Mercury retrograde then?
1: Mercury retrograde, time? you should just really just like not eat. You should just like. <laughs>
0: Oh God, a- oh, that's funny yeah. the planetary diet ladies and gentlemen ludic oh yeah that's next diet. check it out on ohmjournal.com <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ombade. check out uh, my website ombade.com journal yeah.
0: thank yeah. you